What's up, you guys? E Squared the Podcast here, and as always, as always, I have with me my phenomenal co host. You're damn right, I'm phenomenal. Yeah. I like the way Andre Flaxen, Waxen, Paxen, Daxen, Naxen, Laxen, Baxen, always stay. Cracking, always eating basket. Oh, forget it. Exactly. Andre, introduce yourself. Uh, <laughs> once again, it's Andre here. Disregard all that shit he be talking about. Uh, we have a pretty, you know, big for me for all, everybody here episode today. We just had an event last week. We're gonna be talking about Beaumont Pride. Uh, we have a couple of guests. I'd like to let them introduce themselves. Uh, who would like to go first? Well, hello. Um, I'm Tylana, but my friends call me T. I'm from Baytown, Texas, and I'm here with these wonderful people. This is my first time doing a podcast, so it's really exciting. But yeah, I performed at Beaumont Pride, and it was a really good experience. So yeah. What's up, y'all? Y'all know me. It's Jade. I be acting. And singing, apparently. <laughs> and Beaumont Pride sometimes, so yeah. <laughs> Josh, would you like to introduce oh, yourself? Well, okay. Um, well, my name's Josh. From Port Arthur, Texas. I'm tall. Tall as hell. And I love Pride, and I love all these wonderful people that's a part of this podcast, especially the two main hosts right here. Love them to death. Oh, so. right. Getting on the good note. Yeah. <laughs> all right, too much of that. <laughs> no, we, really, we really love Josh, you know, just being a great friend to us, a very supportive friend. He's been so supportive, one of the, you know, the most supportive people, you know, been helping us with this podcast. So let's just give Josh a hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, snap. Snap, snap, snap. Black, bro. <laughs> so, so yeah, guys. Happy Pride, man. This is such an important event. Um, you know, uh, me being, you know, someone who doesn't identify with the uh, LGBT commu- uh, LGBTQ community, but uh, really respect them and really honor them because you know they're just wonderful, beautiful people. In um, today, um, I just want to talk about a little bit, you know. Uh, about how that group of our community is is a little oppressed, not a little oppressed, but very oppressed, and how that can impact us. But before we start getting into the heavy stuff, I would like to ask you guys, like, um, how important do you think it is for people to be inclusive in these events? Whether you're straight, pan, uh, bi, you know, why why is it important for everybody to be included in these events? And you guys. I think it's important because it just opens up a, a, a different type of acceptance that you're not normally, you know, accustomed to. It's easy to say, you know, um, I'm 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 down for the cause, I'm down for the ride. But when you kind of just open yourself up to, you know, venture out in certain things that you weren't normally going to do before, it kind of just opens your horizons a little bit more and just, you know, definitely deads all of the things that you've heard or felt like you believed growing up, you know, because we're not going to lie, there's a stigma placed on every letter of the LGBTQ plus community. There's a stigma attached to those people and to, you know, to us. So it's just like when, you know, you open up your, you open yourself up to pride events and things of that nature, it's kind of just like, wow. I've really been lied to my whole life. <laughs> I'm a straight man, and all of these gay men are not showing me any attention. Yes, that, that's, that, that's one of the biggest stigmas as a straight man that I hate. 
that you know that you know it's it's always this uh, stigma, like you say, that every every single gay man is just like super promiscuous. Like they mm-hmm. they just gonna automatically you know crush them. And that's not the case. They love like we love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With preferences, exactly with preferences and standards. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what about you guys? What do you, how important do you feel it is for people to be of all you know backgrounds to be inclusive and pride? I agree with Jade. I feel like it gives everybody the opportunity to kind of understand where everyone who is in the LGBTQ community and to understand where they're coming from and see their background story. And going to Pride, like, you see all these different types of people, personality and characters that you're not used to. And in a way, you'll find an appreciation for it because you find out that some people are no different than you. You know, you could be a straight person who lives an everyday life and you know you meet somebody who seems just like you but they're gay or they're straight or they're trans you know and so i feel like that opportunity to see everyone else's story and see that you know people aren't so different than you think they are from you until you actually see it you know if you don't come from but yeah yeah that's definitely true too that's definitely beautiful i i just the fact how you just elaborated on is that we can have the same personalities we can vibe mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. same level exactly. the same more energy it doesn't matter who I'm same attracted to wavelength everything like it's so so really if you're with your homies and y'all just talking about you know which girl y'all had sex with last night and that's all y'all talk about 100% chance 9 times out of 10 you really don't vibe with them people you know, mm-hmm. y'all just talking about one specific thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes not even have a comment. I know a lot of dudes who lie about their body oh, color. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, a lot of people, you know, so sometimes when we get into groups of people, we just try to be accepted mm-hmm. instead of actually trying to find groups of people that we actually vibe with. Exactly. You know? Well, what about you, Josh? What do you feel? Do, how important do you feel? I feel pride month itself is a month where you could just not just for the lgbtq plus community but for everybody to just be free and be accepting with who they are and enjoy that with other people who are you know wanting to accept who they are and stuff like that so i feel like when it comes to attending pride you can be free you can let your hair down you can be whatever you want whoever you want nobody's not going to judge you everybody's going to be smiling and they're going to tell you hey get up on that thing do do yeah <laughs> like oh yes you know i love that energy just from people in general and you know you get that energy from whether they're homosexual or they're straight you get that same energy at pride and it just makes me feel complete especially when you're enjoying it with your friends and you know it's a diverse group and it's a group where you have you know homosexuals and straights you know whatever it is girl boy black mexican you know it's cool i love that energy up front it was uh beautiful for me that was my first time being there and i honestly can say that i didn't meet one single bad person or rude or mean or disrespectful Mm -hmm. type of person everybody was there just to enjoy themselves and to have fun and uh, in my personal opinion, I just feel that a lot of you guys had a bunch of good uh, key points where uh, these people are just ignorant. You know, if you yeah. usually say disrespectful things or have a disrespectful opinion, a hateful opinion, it's just because you don't know any better. Exactly. And opportunities like going to Pride or uh, meeting people and uh, they become your friends and integral people into your lives that happen to be gay or bisexual or pan or 
you know, a member of the LGBT community, it's just an eye opener. You know what I'm saying? You're getting information and education on things that you thought you knew, but you find out how wrong you were. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of time on this show, we like to talk about uh, the, the P word, and that, that that being perception. And we talk about it a lot when it comes to when when it comes to race. You know, a lot of times when we talk about um, how we feel like uh, the white man doesn't understand their privilege a lot because of their perception. And I feel like when, when we drift the conversation to this, it's the same word that uh, applies because a lot of people, even in the black community, they uh, oppress the LGBTQ plus community. And they do that because of they, they themselves block their own perception. You know, it's like a lot of times when you hear this poor rhetoric on the LGBT community, it's usually from somebody that's from a small ass town that just that goes to church every Sunday and, you know, goes to church, work at home. And that's it. You know, they don't uh, experience, they don't travel places. And like it kind of piggyback on what my sister tells me all the time is like when you actually travel and get to meet new people, you'll be you'll be uh, kind of uh, flabbergasted on how your your perception changes. Mm -hmm. And I, I know as a straight man, that really, you know, made me more accepting of the uh, LGBTQ uh, plus community. Just seeing them, seeing how beautiful people that they are, just seeing them and not seeing, you know, what, they, what their sexual preference is, but seeing them as a person, mm-hmm. like seeing them individually. That really, you know, you know, in, inspired me to look at them a different way. And uh, one thing I want to ask you guys is like, I know this is kind of a tough question, but. How do you think religion has really halted on our perception on the LGBTQ community? (laughs) Um, I feel like um, religion has just placed this this justification on people to treat other people in this condescending way because they have the Bible to back them or because they have you know, the Quran to back them, you know, they have, you know, their religious aspects and their religious, the beliefs to back their, their stance. And, um, it kind of, and I don't understand it personally, how, uh, we've gotten to this point to where we've allowed our religion to make us inhumane. We've allowed to treat the people that we see every day, like, you know, shit, but we, you know, we'll go and we'll worship something that we've never seen. You know what I'm saying? And I love God. I am, you know, I'm the first person to tell you, I love God. You ain't love God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, but at the same time, because my love for God is so strong, I just feel as though I should treat his creations with just as much love. You know, that's like me saying I like your mama, but I'm mistreating you when I see you. How you like my mama? I'm going to tell my mama then. Because obviously you don't like me like that, like that. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like if religion, you know, if anything, it is just kind of giving us or, you know, because I'm a religious, well, not, I wouldn't, I don't know. But um, I think that it gives people the uh, the justification to be, to be, you know, okay with being rude and not understanding that they're rude because it's coming off in a condescending, I'm going to pray for you type of manner. You know, and if if that's the case, keep all your prayers. I'll pray for myself. Right. I was doing just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. What are you about you guys? How do you feel religion has in- impacted their uh, perception? Good or bad? Um. Like I said before, like JH, you kind of laid everything down. I feel like people use the Bible as a defense mechanism to back them up. 
when like they're arguing with someone who is part of the LGBTQ plus community. And, you know, I think back to what my mom said like a long time ago about, uh, you know, my best friend Jacob who is gay. And, you know, she said that you don't have to agree with their lifestyle or, you know, that decision that they make, but you should still love them and care about them no matter what is if they are your brother, your sister, your family. And I always think about that because it's like, if I don't agree with what someone else is doing or a life choice that they're making, like, you know, going vegan or something, like, I don't, <laughs> what if I don't agree with that? I'm not going to hate you forever. No, like, that's, you know, a completely, that's a different. That's a different. Yeah, it's like, that's, it's completely different because, like, it's a No, it's different because I really hate vegan people. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm playing. <laughs> or, like, or just, like, any decision that's, like, life-changing or will affect your life forever. I'm like, I'm not going to completely cut you off from it. And I feel like people feel like they need to distance themselves or disconnect or completely, you know, shut out anyone who's gay, lesbian, you know, or whatever because of that life choice. And a lot of people use religion as their defense mechanism when it comes to it. And so that's how I feel. I feel like regardless of what their lifestyle like lifestyle is, if you agree with it or not, like still love and care for them because, you know, you're gonna have friends where you're not gonna like everything that they do, but you're not gonna hate them forever because of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I feel, you know, about, you know, religion, you know, kind of affecting the LGBTQ plus community. So that's really beautiful. Cause I, I feel that, that that word you use, uh uh, well, two words, but that phrase, defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel like that's important because a lot of people um, don't uh, want to, you know, actually tell the truth about, you know, uh, the LGBTQ uh, plus community being tabooed outside religion. But to me, that's the case. A lot of people, you know, really just don't like, you know, and have a hate for this community. So they use the Bible as a defense mechanism to, you know, support their taboo. I support, you know, their view on to just hate other people. So I I totally love that answer. That that was real golden. What about you, Josh? What do you feel? Um, I I always growing up always felt that the way people threw the Bible at gay people really was just wrong. Cause you know I was raised to love everyone no matter who they are. Or what they do, I mean, unless they kill. But then again, I've watched movies where, you know, there were people that were accepting of those people in all because God don't hate nobody. I mean, he forgives. He has grace, mercy. He shows that on us. So why should you sit there and shun somebody and throw the Bible at them just because they who they are? They are who they are, you know? So um, I try my best to kind of not get into those conversations and I feel like it's bad honestly because of who I am and who what I should be standing up for but I avoid them because I really don't read my bible you know and and when I do read my bible I don't go and look for passages where people be like well in the bible it said that God said no one should be sleeping with the same sex and this and that and dissected I don't want to read my bible to have a dictionary of answers to throw at somebody that's throwing me the Bible. I want to read it on my understanding. So when it comes down to how I feel about accepting others and loving people for who they are, I want to let them know, hey, you might want to go read that again, because look, 
I didn't get that from what you read. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I just feel like personally, stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, it and, and, and I, I really, man, y'all give us some great answers, bro. Yeah. Because that, like, how how you said about um um it, uh, the Bible in your in the media, even like the media you watch, uh, kind of shows you that anybody can, you know, live a certain lifestyle, but they that doesn't define that anybody can make choices, but that doesn't define their personality. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we, if we look at the Bible, me being a person who studied multiple religions. Uh, in the Bible, uh, Paul, one of the most prolific writers, he, he murdered Christians before he became an apostle. Uh, a lot of people don't, uh, they misuse that uh, when uh, Paul talks about, I used to harass quick Christians. Harass comes from a Greek word, meaning that meaning when harass isn't just like, hey, I'm making fun. No, harass as in kill, attack. You know, Paul, the apostle Paul used to kill and attack Christians. Before he made, you know, his words, uh, uh, his, his, his books in the Bible. And he's one of the most prolific authors in the Bible. So it's like half the time you're looking up a, a verse that's talking about a homosexual person. You know, when you're looking at that verse, do, do mind, just do mind the author. Because a lot of these authors are people that God used. Mm-hmm. Moses the same way. He was, a, he was a, a, a heathen of his time. He was an Egyptian. God used him. And I, I also want to elaborate on how people... Uh, pick and choose their verses just to debunk, uh, you know, homosexuality. Mm-hmm. And and first of all, if you read any book, definitely a Bible that has such great philosophy in it. If you read that just to get that out of it, you're not reading that right. You're not reading that book right at all. You know, matter of fact, you might as well just start reading it. And like uh, <laughs> Andre kind of uh, told me like uh, the other day uh, a while back. He probably doesn't remember, but if you're a man. Are a woman who defines their their core principles off of a book. Yeah, next question. I'm What what do you feel about uh, how religion uh, taints our uh, perception on the LGBTQ plus community? Okay. I know my, you're very passionate about it. My personal opinion is is that, uh, and even going off of what you said. Uh, Stuff like a book and using, putting a hashtag or the, you know, the name of God wrote this on it is dangerous because people are incredibly ignorant and they're fragile. They're easily manipulated and we are hateful creatures. And I feel like at our core, we enjoy being upset more than we enjoy being happy. And if you can find an enemy or somebody different from you to let out that emotion, you feel better about yourself. And I feel like that's what is a lot in religion, especially in these Baptist Southern Christian churches. I've seen people act holier than thou above other people in church, but then I see you go home and you do drugs. You go home and you rob from your family, like. Or you out in the. Or you don't go home. You go to your mistress' house. (laughs) But let them let them say they're gonna say some some bullshit like only God can judge me. But then you're going to turn around and just somebody else. Right. 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 And, that's, and I just want to clarify the whole term of I love you, I just don't agree with your lifestyle. Let's, let's clarify that. Because that whole, that whole phrase is good and all. But if it's really just meaning I love you until you do what I ask of you or do what I feel like I should bully you with my Bible to do, then don't say I love you but just disagree with your lifestyle because that's not the case. You disagree with my lifestyle and you will not love me until I live the life you want me to. Mm-hmm. So let's, you know, let's just get that out there. 
Because a lot of people, and not, a lot of people don't use it in a genuine phrase, exactly. in a genuine yeah. me, a moment, in a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because a, a lot of people can genuinely mean that. It's just like with any decision you make in life. If my homegirl was to cheat on her man right now, girl, I love you, but that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not cool, you know what I'm saying? But I still love her. Of course. You know, so But I feel like even in that, that comparison that you just made, it, it doesn't translate for it's me personally to something like the LGBT community. Simp- yeah, you, simply you because choose. the whole yeah. You you chose to cheat on somebody. You chose mm-hmm. to steal. You chose to do wrong things that are, mm-hmm. you know, maybe deemed wrong by your Bible or just, you know, from your moral compass, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I see absolutely nothing wrong with people just being themselves. Yeah. Exactly. That has been an extreme conflict of interest for me with church. I haven't been to church in quite some time. I believe in God, but I personally just don't understand how he would create somebody and then let the rest of his creations hate them. It makes mm-hmm. no sense to yeah. me. I don't understand why somebody would be denied their route to happiness because their it's not sexuality. The same route exactly. As somebody else. Yeah. It, it, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. I, I don't think. I just. I don't understand it. It makes yeah. no logical sense. But because, um, and, and and I just want to mend on what you were kind of saying earlier that I feel that um, people don't even when people use the Bible to uh, talk about uh, homosexuality, I just feel like it doesn't correlate as some as a bad act. It is not a bad act, like like yeah. like Nipsey uh, Hussle. Like that's why I, I don't like Nipsey Hussle. He's a rapper. Um, he came out uh, the other day and he was in an inter- in an interview and he basically said, "I'd rather my son be a, a gangster than a gay man." Because you stupid. Because he's no Because my thing is, uh, your your personality and who you love has nothing to do with the choices you make. Mm-hmm. Like and it's it's retarded for you to equate the choices you make with your preference. Like that's so logically that's dumb as hell. I mean, you also have to think and understand what you're saying. What you're saying is, I would much rather my child kill, deal drugs, and possibly be a, a, a scumbag than him have, simply having a different different sexual purpose than mine. Because not like uh, uh, not like being gay automatically gives you like this one path of like like exactly. no you can yeah, be a, a gay uh, a, a gay doctor a, 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 a boxer. A I know yes, exactly. Who the fuck are some of these niggas who act like they are? Like, <laughs> if, if you, you don't have to come in this specific box, and that all that shit traces back to the ignorance. People have this perceived image of what homosexuality is, what the LGBT community is, but it's not the truth. And you don't ever get an opportunity to see that because you wall yourself out from that. You don't you go to pride. You surround yourself That's with it. people who say the same dumb shit that you say, so y'all in the group saying the yeah. same dumb shit. Just just wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. But, but, but what do you sound like when you're doing that? You sound like our previous and episodes. If you, exactly, <laughs> if you black and you're saying this shit, you're a fucking hypocrite. You sound just like it, the motherfuckers who put your dumb ass in chains. Exactly. I'm saying you dumb not because, you know, we black or some shit because you acting stupid. Don't Kanye or some shit, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be Look, like... Don't Kanye. But, I mean, <laughs> the, fact that you guys, <laughs> the fact that you guys say this, it does bring up uh, one of our uh, last questions, but it's a very important question that um, a lot of people like to... Because um, this verse is nowhere in the Bible, so I don't know where people get this from. But uh, do you feel like your preference is a choice? Or are you born with it? That's the hard one. I honestly feel like you're born with your preference. Honestly, I, that's how I feel, too. Yeah, that's I how do I feel. Think I personally. Was, I feel like you could be born gay. Yeah. I, 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 I could feel like you, you are. Born, you, you are. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and I can, and, but I also understand if somebody, you know, grows up and makes the choice 
to you know either be gay and be oh, well, you know okay. that scenario for my thing but that, because but, but I can't make a decision yeah because what we have to because now what you have to think about is actually what a choice is exactly. and you have to understand that people good people will make bad choices mm-hmm. so when you try when you almost make it seem like it's a choice then you you give it you give it way much more than it is because okay I'm young my parents raised me right but I'm with my friends, they stealing, I'ma steal. That's the choice that I've made. Mm-hmm. That does not define who I am, but that's the choice that I've made. Whereas me being born the way I am, in whatever situation I'm in, it's no rocking. I can't waver. I'm not, you know, if I was born perfect, I'm not stealing. If I was a born perfect, I'm not cheating. I'm not wavering in no way or form. So it does, you can't, it's a, it's a, you're born with it. It's not a choice. I feel like, like personally for me, because I don't think it was a choice for me because I went through a lot, you know, growing up until this point now because uh, like at first I was by curious, then I was by, then I was gender fluid for a while. I was, you know, I wanted to go by he and she. And then at a certain point, I thought that I wanted to go trans. Like, I really feel like I wanted to go trans. I wanted to be a male. And that was, like, quite recent, probably, like, like, six months ago. And so I feel like I knew I always liked girls, and I feel like that's something that I was born with. You know, I always liked girls, but making the choices to go further with that as far as, you know, being transgender, gender fluid or something like that. Like, I feel like those are choices. You know, kind of getting deeper into the uh, preferences and what people want you to go by in the LGBTQ community because there's so many things that you can go by. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many names, so there's many. so many, like there's a list. And so I feel like those aren't necessarily choices, but when it comes down to your preferences, when it comes down to like to females, males, and then like gender fluids and trans, like that's also a choice. So for me, it's both mm-hmm. because I had the option to make those choices. But I didn't. But I always knew that, you know, since I was little, I did like girls. So basically, not to cut you off. No, you're fine. Oh, but so basically, you know, because that's a very detailed answer to where, like, you know, it really answers everybody's question. So Mm -hmm. basically, like saying, you know, my preference is what I'm born with, but what I identify as is my choice. That's Mm -hmm. my choice. That's my decision. Right. Exactly. And and that's beautiful. Like, to me, honestly. What, What you think, Josh? Um... Well, honestly, like, I had to not kind of, like, explain it to somebody the other day, but it kind of really touched me when somebody was trying to attack me when it came down to whether it's something I was born with or something I chose to do. Because, honestly, when I was born, I was already, I came out the womb happy and friendly and shit. I'm sorry. I really didn't. I really didn't like girls, and I really didn't like guys. I just wanted a friend. You know, that's cool. And ever since I I could remember, and I want to say I was around five or four, four or five, when I was in pre-K, going through kindergarten, pre-K, and, you know, first grade, I was always picked on and called gay and faggot because of the way I carried myself. My mom taught me to make sure my shirt is ironed, make sure my pants have the crease in, make sure I'm clean. You know, clean yourself, put on some deodorant, and you know, don't sag your pants. 
<laughs> so, you know, other guys picked on me because I looked nice. In my eyes, I looked nice. And they were sitting up there sagging their pants, you know, calling me faggots and this because, you know, I smelled good. I'm like, what, you don't want to smell good? <laughs> so, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know what that meant. Until people started, well, the friends I had at that time started explaining to me why they're calling me this. And they was like, they think you like guys. And I was like, wait, wait, what? You Because I heard another definition of gay meaning happy. I was like, well, shit, I'm happy. All right, why are you not gay? <laughs> you know, but growing up, I want to honestly say after high school, that's when I kind of started trying to figure out what was up well, like what's going on I didn't see a problem with it but I always struggled with it around high school time going through high school and kind of graduating and then noticing that I'm not in this childish bubble anymore now I'm out in the real world and now I could finally find out through the people that surround me that's you know been through what I've been through and started to identify themselves so I'm like my first girlfriend, awesome, loved her, broke up, cool, circle of life, I guess, relationships, <laughs> and first boyfriend, that was like, wow, okay, cool, alright, so I identify as pan, because I date based off of connection, whether you have a great personality or not, if I bond with you, then hey, and if we take it to the next level, I don't care if you're a girl or a guy. I make sure to let my girl know that I do, I had been in a relationship with a guy, and I let my guy know that I do have relationships with girls. Mm -hmm. It's a respect thing, I feel. It's an honesty thing. Mm -hmm. And if they not with it, then cool. If oh, they are, plus. <laughs> you know? And you're just like the kids you were. You just want a friend. That's you it. Don't care. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's like, it. that's what it is. And I feel like, it definitely, when you're in school and you're so, like, in younger. And that's, oh my goodness. I feel for, like, young LGBTQ members mm -hmm. and plus members simply because when you're in school and you're around such you know, younger people and, you know, young kids tend to be a lot of, a lot more ignorant. Mm -hmm. You know, now I ain't saying only kids ignorant grown folks. We got some <laughs> learning to do too. Yeah. But when you're around children a lot, they, they, they tend to want to place you in your, in their, what they see you as simply because that's what they feel like they know. Mm -hmm. And they like to place you in things like you're gay. Mm -hmm. I don't even know that yet. Exactly. Like, leave me alone. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm in the fifth grade. Yeah. I'm not even worried about having no type of sex with <laughs> yeah, nobody. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And you pinning this on me. What are your parents talking about around you, dog? <laughs> like, yeah. but like what Josh was saying, like with in like elementary school, like you said, like gay meant happy, and I feel like people forget that still to this day, like. Y'all forget what gay actually means. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking back to my French class in like my freshman year, and my teacher was showing us this picture of this club, and it said gay. And like, we, like everybody was like, what? Like, what is a gay club or whatever? She was like, happy. And like everyone was like, oh, yeah, like, yes, it means happy. That's the actual definition mm -hmm. of gay. <laughs> and so it's just like, like you saying that kind of reminded me of that moment and how like we forget what that actual meaning of it means. It's being happy. You know, it's gay pride. It's pride of being happy. <laughs> exactly. and, and what I also got from you was that, you know, how like, and Jada amended on a little bit, but how like, you know, 
uh, our society tries to identify us by how we carry ourselves, mm-hmm. and which I just think that's so stupid. Like you explaining that kind of infuriated with me. Just the fact, because it reminds me that, you know, people definitely in the black community still do that today. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you sagging your pants, letting your old whole ass show. And like, you're telling me what I am just because I talk a certain way. Just because I carry myself. Just because I'm not over here saying, what's up, my nigga. Or just because I'm not banging. Just because I'm not doing what you do. But like, mm-hmm. you know, you're over here showing your whole ass. Like, in, 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 in my, you know, it was facetious in, in thought. But, I mean, when you actually think about it in depth, in, in depth that it is just so retarded. And it also leads some of us to get into this route to be lost and to where we can't find who we are. Because so many people have been trying to identify us just mm-hmm. based on how we act and just based on what we do. And, and so that, hearing that really infuriated me, to be honest, because I, I really hate people like that. Mm-hmm. I, I totally hate people like that because I have a close friend who's you know who still struggles with it with his identity because of that. Mm-hmm. So, man, what are, you want anything else? <laughs> <laughs> just from my different uh, obvious experience is just that I've never had to question my sexuality. Like, Same. And that just always made me feel that you know that's not something you choose. It's just who you is. Like I didn't choose to like steak or some shit. Like, <laughs> right. it's, like, it's just, I ate that shit and it was good. So, I saw a woman and I was like, that's nice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to uh, decide that shit. I feel like niggas who use that, excuse me, people who use that argument, if this is offensive, I'm sorry, but I was telling you this shit earlier. Mm-hmm. If you say that and you straight, you gay, bro. I feel like you and I, because I don't have to choose nothing. I, that ain't no decision in me. I don't even think about it like that. Like you just is what you is. So you out here acting like you, niggas. So basically, if you literally up in the mirror every day, it's like I'm straight. I'm straight. You're not straight. I know you have to be straight into you. Like you just be like, okay. Straight like, hold on, hold on. Let me read the Bible so I make sure I'm straight. Okay, yeah. God said. That Let I'm me get straight. my straight scriptures now. Excuse me, that girl. I swipe those. You just have to like just be hypersensitive about you know how you feel, and I feel like that's the craziest thing to me is because it it, it really comes from a lot of straight people. The hypersensitive mm-hmm. act of it, you know, it's just like you're not. Unless I'm struggling, you know, of course, there are a lot of people that are still struggling with coming out about their own sexual identities and things of that nature. But a lot of times in in, in media, in the main scheme of things, the only people that be trying to sweat it is straight people. Mm. Man, I ain't with that gay shit. What does that even mean? Exactly. I didn't want like, you with me nowhere. I didn't want you myself affect you. Yeah, I didn't way. even want you with me, but okay. Go <laughs> off, <laughs> Exactly. And 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 that that's why I kind of love like um, you know, people like Young Thug coming out and being gender fluid and stuff like that because it shows that like what my preference has nothing to do with what I do like I like yes I'm gender fluid but I will still whoop your fucking ass I'm exactly. still crazy like exactly. I'm still like you know I'm not a young thug and like he more like you know street than me he more witnesses yeah. than me <laughs> but like I'm just saying like seeing that and you know that shit 
Yeah, yeah because because <laughs> uh, I remember we were in a Breakfast Club. Charlemagne was uh, uh interviewing Waka Flocka, and like he was like, "Man, what's up with Young Thug wearing these dresses?" And Waka Flocka was like, "Hey, bro, you need to chill with all that. You know, Young Thug crazy. Like he'll really do some. And you know, this is Waka Flocka saying that. So it just kind of shows that, like, bro, what what I'm attracted to or what I like has nothing to do with you know my the end result and the, mm-hmm. my, my personality it, it kind of reminds me what Andre always tells me is like you can be you can be straight you can be smarter than me you could be faster than me but you never be a better man than me and I, I want that to be something a lot of people understand and to instill in themselves is that that for me personally that shit's not a choice that's just who you are Mm-hmm. So don't worry about shit like that. But are you making better decisions? Exactly. You know what I'm right. saying? You, you may be gay, but are you out here dealing people death? You know what I'm saying? You're how are you people. treating people? Exactly. That's where I'm at at this point. You know how to talk to people? You respect your mama? Do you go out and you fucking cuss and, you know what I'm saying, are act you, a fool in public? Yeah, are you shit? productive? So it's like, it's like, even though I'm locked up in jail for uh, assault and battery, at least I'm not gay. You like fucking what? Chilling. Yeah, no. yeah. 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 You dumb as fuck. <laughs> you're beating people. You beat people ass. I'm not gay, but I beat people ass for no reason. Hey, and for my for all my Christians that's that's listening out there, what what do you think? Of, like, because God says that you know nobody has a guaranteed spot in heaven or hell. So God says that. Hey, let that since God said said say uh, say says like said yeah. It okay. says, you got it. We we need an English lesson. Like one 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 E two podcast, we just need a whole English lesson. But anyway, we calling you out. <laughs> but but this out. is to all my Christians out there. God doesn't guarantee us heaven or hell. It even says in the Bible that the most righteous man is gonna barely make it. So our his decision to get into the pearly gates, the heaven gate, heaven's gate is not is something of divinity, something that we don't know. Something that he only knows. But for all my Christians, what, who do you think will be make, who will make it into heaven quicker? A, a gay productive man, a gay productive woman, or a, a straight man and a straight woman, but they, they're a shitty parents to their kids. You had the children out of wedlock. They're in a gang. They, they're criminals. Raised by you know? grandparents. Exactly. And you just happen to know yeah. the one scripture yeah. that got like and it's just like okay. So I so hope no. To, see you to all my Christians out there, who do you think will make it to heaven faster? Honestly, honestly, I think people just think that you know when it comes to homosexuality or just in general, people think sins are greater than other sins. Exactly. And they feel like homosexuality is going to override stealing or lying. But it doesn't say that. But it doesn't. It doesn't say no that sin is greater than another. So because like, I could tell a white lie, I could just point up here and just tell a joke. Exactly. And it's still alive. It's still alive. <laughs> it's still alive. And, and, and even if we get out, out let, I love broadening the perception. Because me, even as a Christian man, I feel like when you debate your principle and your your core <coughs> platform, it shouldn't be based off a book. Because if it is, you run into so many fallacies when debating other people. Mm-hmm. What if this person is an atheist? What if this person is agnostic? So you're saying that your doctrine is stronger than mine? No. Tell me, tell me the logical reason why. <laughs> I can't be. It's paying. like an English. Or why I can't be paying. When you when you do a vocabulary test, 
and your teacher asks you the definition of a word, you can't use that word to define that like, word. Exactly. Like, what is, what is ice? Exactly. Well, you know, ice is uh, ice. Hard water. <laughs> no, it's ice. Yeah, it's ice. You know ice. That it be icing. Ice be icing. <laughs> ice be icing. <laughs> what, is the word, what does the word presumptuous mean? Well, it's like when you're being like presumptuous. Presumptuous and shit. That's like when you be prescription. When you be prescription. Exactly. Well, that that yeah, so can you go, so what does presuming mean? And the dictionary be doing it too. I'm like, wait, hold on. You know, so that's how, but that's just how you sound when you be like, you know, to an atheist, how is the Bible real? Because the Bible says so. Yeah. Well. It's called, it, it's, that's an actual fallacy. You didn't blow my fucking mind. That's an actual fallacy. I didn't even think about it like that, man. And that's right. That that fallacy, <laughs> and we're we're gonna be talking about that fallacy a bit more. That's called appeal to authority. When you can't use that in the actual debate, that that's for anybody. You that that's stupid. You know you can't say this is right because it's right. <laughs> like, what type of shit is that? But we're gonna be talking about more fallacy. But anyway. Mama man, cook because I like her food. <laughs> <laughs> so your mama ran to rain. Yeah, just because you like what she's like. Wow. Just because your mama can make red beans and rice. I, I didn't know she was as that. She was the anchor for like part of our. Let you know. me go get shit for ID. But I could whip some rap. But but anyway, uh, but <laughs> to end this off, this has really been a beautiful episode and some beautiful insight. Actually, probably the best episode we ever had so far just about just like the insight and what you guys gave to us um but before we leave off is there any remarks that you guys want to give anybody that's listening to this uh uh episode even if they're struggling with the identity or not what would you like to tell them my girl lady gaga said it best being nice isn't hard it's free kindness is free it's the easiest thing you can obtain I'll just say, take pride in who you are, no matter what you are, what you prefer, straight, gay, lesbian, or whatever. And, you know, even pride comes down to your skin color. You know, taking pride in being African-American, being taking pride in being a female, you know, it's all pride. And so just find pride in loving yourself and who you are and know that, you know, as long as you love yourself, then you're good. So that's all I can say. T said it best. My mom always instilled in us always take pride in how you carry yourself. Cause I grew, I grew up with two sisters, a young sister and an older sister. So she was big on taking pride on how you carry yourself, especially with the ladies. So I say that for everybody, cause it stuck it stuck with me to this very day. So take pride in who you are, how you carry yourself and stand for what you believe in. Don't lean on to other people's way or perception of how you think, how they think you should be or how they think you should carry yourself. Lean on to your own understanding and take your time. You have your whole, like, don't sweat it, honestly, because if you sweat it, it's bad. Just take your time. Take your time. It's gonna come. You sweating it, and me, you rushing it. Exactly. Calm down. No, that's beautiful. Uh, anything? Uh, you want to say anything before we go, Senpai? Senpai is Andre, by the way. That's his uh, new name. He's no. He's not really a Muslim, so I'm gonna just call him Senpai. 
Love is beautiful, man. It's powerful. It's strong. It's the most powerful thing, in my opinion, in the world. And uh, you do yourself a disservice when you hate. It's easy. I feel like that shit. What Jay was talking about with kind. It's it's easy to do it, but the way we're designed is hard. Because I feel like we naturally, like I said, we want to be angry about shit. We want to dislike shit. We like to put ourselves in groups and shit on that other group because I like my group better. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you are, the way you carry yourself, if you're out here hating people, no matter how righteous you think you are, that's beneath you. You should carry yourself better. Uh, that's just my opinion. Don't be shit. <laughs> That's a great no, way to don't it. don't yeah, don't don't be a piece of shit all your life. Yeah, you know because like, like you said that being divisive is just us trying to pin our problems on a certain demographic of people. We, but when we actually use our logic to you know define things, you'll see that you know what you believe is just you know hate. You know, so I really love that. I really love to end on this note. So normally what we do, we like one of our guests to end the show. So, uh, everybody pointing at you, Ty. So, oh, shit. All, all you really gotta say is that this has been E squared or E two, whatever you like to say. Uh, this has been E squared, and we out. Did we, you gotta sign us off? This has been E two, and we're outie for show. <laughs> <laughs>